Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the podcast i just have to do something and so if it sounds a little bumpy at this beginning that's because i'm just doing something and then it'll get better i am the pet butler at my house and i just had to go put my puppy someplace else because she was restless she was napping when i started this process Good times, good times. She is adorable, even if she's busy, though. Okay, so let's talk today about psychic energy attacks. This has been quite the week. Um, So those of you that are on my Facebook page about energy clearing, you all received one of those scammy messages and I had to delete and clear and clean all of that and then there was another one that tried and I got those right away and then I had to do some big deep energy clearings for some clients and then myself because their energy was a little intense and when I cleared it I ended up with some of it which is just part of the deal and I'm okay with that it's just it um it was it's been a heavy psychic attack energy couple weeks um i have people that are annoyed with me cuz i won't do what they want me to and there's been more than one of those <laughs> in the last 2 weeks one of them forgot to actually ask um one of them just being more than a little bit inappropriate And then another one is just, like, kind of um, dealing with stuff that's made them a little more self-involved and wanting me to take away their pain but not giving me the time and space to do it, I guess. So it's been interesting. And I understand that it's, you know, because people are struggling and so – when you feel a psychic attack, so I can get them in my head, like I'll feel them, um, my shoulders, definitely, lower back, and depending on where it is, I will energy clear certain types of energies. Um, my go-to tool is, of course, saging, and I also have a sage spray that I'll spray my shoes outdoor shoes, indoor shoes, slippers, whatever I need to do so that I can kind of slow the energy down a bit so I can clear it. Um, I've been talking with clients about pendulum clearing a lot the last couple weeks because the energies are just heavy, and I think it's just a lot of what's going on in the world, and it can get completely overwhelming, and then 
I'm not going to say we're susceptible to psychic attacks, but if you're empathic, they can sneak in without you realizing. And it could be just negative energy too, which is still gross, right? And we need to be using our tools. Um, Lighting a candle. I light my fireplace when I want to do a big house energy clear. What else is my... Because I'm trying to think of the things that we can do instantaneously just to slow it down and then we can do the big ones. Oh, I love pendulum clearing. Love, love, love it. And so all you do is get your favorite pendulum, make sure your elbow is supported on the table, hold it up, and um, say clear the all negative energy from myself, my home, my land, maybe do one at a time until you get the hang of it, and then it'll swing, and it'll swing until the energy is cleared. So you want your elbow supported because sometimes it takes a while. Um, yeah, it's just heavy right now. Uh, I, when I'm dealing with negative energy being stuck in my energy system, I will swear a lot more. And I had some pretty cool things happen, and I couldn't be happy and excited by it. And I was like, whoa, this is not, like something's up. And so I did a great big deep energy clearing on myself, and it was significantly better. And so when it gets to, like, the deep point, I want you to contact me for an energy clearing because it works, and it's a reset and I will always give you tools and tips also. Um, oh, sea salt on the floor. I do like that one. Not on carpet, though. It's really hard to vacuum. Just warning you. Um, I also will put a mixture of sea salt and fireplace ash. I can't remember the recipe. I think it's one part sea salt, two parts fireplace ash. And I will spread it along my driveway to keep out any negative I also have crystals in the four corners of my ranch, and I grid it and protect it. Um, I also have energy protections with my clearing program that I do when we do a deep energy clear. I just want you all to be aware that there's lots of icky energies when people are struggling, and they might not even know they're sending psychic attacks, or they might, and they're okay with it because they're so angry themselves for whatever reason. Like I said, I have people that wanted me to do something. Sometimes they didn't even ask. They just assumed. Or they knew they were being inappropriate or behaving in a way that was not acceptable, and they just couldn't help themselves. They wanted to push my boundaries. And I'm. it didn't work, and I'm okay with it not working. I don't. I had to work through, though, a little bit of obligation energy but and release that because I'm not actually obligated to do anything for anybody, right? That's an interesting one. I think that's going to be half the energy of obligation will be another topic because it was interesting and I had to do some releasing of that because I care. But at the same time, I can't be responsible for everybody and everything, right? And I, 
would love to have a conversation with some of them. But first they have to get over their mad, and that's okay. They will, or they won't, really. You are not responsible for everybody, right? Especially if it's a violation of yourself. We do tend to disregard our own well-being and just do things to soothe somebody else, even if we don't want to. It's interesting. Some of it is to feel safe. In my Mindful Monday group, the next one, we're going to talk about safe spaces. And I feel that, you know, it's important to have them. It's important to recognize them. Okay. Psychic attacks. So we can be going along our day and all of a sudden we're angry or we want to cry and we're not totally sure why but we can always find something because we live a very eventful life right there's always something that we could say oh well I felt bad about this that must be why but what if what if you're picking up on somebody else's energy it doesn't even actually have to be a psychic attack what if you're just I don't know why I say just all the time. It's a female thing. What if you are tuned into somebody because you care and you're picking up their stuff? So I had an interesting experience with that recently. I was feeling all out of sorts until something shifted. So somebody that I'm connected to was mad at somebody else that I'm connected to. And I'm also kind of annoyed with them. I wouldn't say mad, disappointed with them. And so I was, there was some interesting energy connections created between me and the, the original person because they were mad at the other ones. And until it shifted and they connected again, I was feeling all sorts of ways. And I was like, huh, why can't I shake this? Because it didn't make sense to me. So now I know that I was actually just tuned in and picking up. So if that happens to me again, I'm going to immediately cut all negative cords because it's not up to me to solve that problem. And the original person was trying to draw me in to create chaos because they wanted me to team up, I guess. And I I wasn't interested in that. But until you experience it and figure it out, it's sometimes challenging to know where the energy is coming from. So always break the energies and zip your chakras. So to break the energies, hold your hands out in front of you. Your left thumb facing up, your right thumb facing down, the tips of your elbows, and then let it go, and then break the energy by taking your hands opposite directions. That's a break, and then zip your chakras. And it should help you discern if it's your energy or somebody else's. And we're complex beings, and we feel a lot. And so it is hard to tell. It is hard to tell. Um, another thing you can do is just straight up ask, is this my energy? 
and then ground your energy by visualizing or imagining those deep, thick roots and stretch your arms up to the sky to stretch out any energies and then ask, is this my energy? And if you feel differently right after, it wasn't yours. And it's not good or bad. We just can't help ourselves, right? We connect and we pick up other people's energies and it's just part of being human in this life and actually caring. If you don't care, you're not going to pick it up probably. If you have no compassion or empathy, but then that's another story. Okay, so the imagery that I have today is you're going to claim your own inner strength. Nice, right? So we're going to go ahead and do that one now to make sure we have enough time, and then I'll give you some more tips after, like which crystals to have for deflecting energy attacks and some of my other tips. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a few seconds, shift your energy, and then let's take a few moments for yourself. I am feeling crunchy, so I'm going to have to do some energy clearing things my own self, and I do know where it's coming from. And I'll deal with it. All right. Just become aware of your breathing. Put attention there gently. I invite you to settle more comfortably into the support beneath. Take three big deep breaths. Three big deep breaths. And on one of the breaths, if they haven't already, go ahead and close your eyes if you feel that's good for you to do. Or let your gaze soften. remaining focused on the sound of my voice as all the other sounds begin to drift into the background because they're unimportant for you to pay attention to. Giving yourself the gift of this time and energy of relaxation. And even though there may be a drifting away from the sound of my voice, there's also a sense of when to come back to it in an easy and effortless way. At this point, as your concentration draws to feet, imagine, get a sense of walking in a place that's very beautiful and serene, and with every breath, give permission to allow this comforting sensation of walking in beauty, in safety, in security. Let this comforting sensation go through your legs, from toes into heels, ankles, knees, and thighs. Becoming aware of a comfortable sensation walking through the beauty of this place. Don't overthink. Don't judge yourself. 
just be. With every breath, continuing to sense even more the air, like a gentle something that sends a warm and nurturing sensation all around through the midsection, the solar plexus, there is a letting go, becoming even more comfortable as a deep inner calm begins to form. As all of your senses begin to heighten now, more and more, there is an awareness of all that is around you in this beautiful, serene place. Continue to feel even more calm as this comfortable sensation moves through your chest, breathing easily and effortlessly and comfortably, making your way through this place that's very peaceful and secure. Notice what you notice. There might be some sounds. The beauty of it all speaks comfort in a special way your head, neck, and shoulders beginning to give way into comfort. And whatever was piled up there now just slips off in easy release. In a moment or two, begin to imagine choosing a particular spot in your beautiful place, secure and comfortable, taking ownership of this place and this spot of deep comfort, reclining and rejuvenating, And with each and every breath, comfort now seems to double in strength and a feeling of all is well swirls around. The warm and gentle something of the air seems to wrap itself around even more, comforting and calming, as though there is a wholehearted agreement about the spot in this place, reaching out and reaching toward And as connection is made, arms, hands, fingers releasing, it is all comfortable and easy. Imagining now, settling into the comfort that awaits in a greater way there. This special spot within this place is a peaceful welcoming. And in a moment now, I'm going to count backwards from five to zero. And you're going to reach an even more comfortable imagery state. Zero. Oh, I messed that up for you. I'm going to count backwards from five to zero. I just want to be relaxed. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. And zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Allow the door of your imagination to open. Walking through to discover the unknown. And the path, the path takes a turn and ends in a wild, beautiful, majestic woods you've never seen before. It feels enchanted, feels safe, feels secure. And as you go forward into the pathless woods, the way slopes down and down, gently 
and easily down into a stream valley. Feel what you feel. See what you see. Know what you know. Hear what you hear. Coming to the stream, winding through the heart of this valley, following along it. A shaft of sunlight on the stream catches your eye. Sensing more deeply under the rushing water, it's a sword. It is a sword to claim. Full ownership is your right. Get your sword from the stream. Perhaps you're holding out your hand and it drifts and floats gently into it. Perhaps you reach into the water and grab it and pull it out in victory. However you get your sword, it's completely personal and up to you, but you can get it done. Holding your sword now, and it belongs. It feels good. Does your sword ask anything of you? Feel what you feel, hear what you hear, see what you see, and know what you know. Something is engraved on your sword. What does it say? How does it feel to know about that? Focus on your sword and get ready because everything is lifting up. The ground beneath and holding the sword, everything goes up, up, and up. Feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling solid, feeling strong. Up and up and up and now here coming to the forest gate. There is an image on that gate. This is the image to discover about. The gate swings wide open, inviting you in. Your sword has powers. Some you already know. More to discover along the way. I'm going to give you some moments to continue your journey through the forest and what becomes known about that image that was on your gate. You go explore with your magic sword and see where it takes you. Give you a few more moments with your sword to do what you need to do. sword is yours. I use mine to cut any negative energy cords. 
I'm going to invite you just to wrap up your time with your sword, knowing this is yours, and you can come back to this spot and pick up the sword anytime you wish. So for now, let's go back to the stream, or perhaps your sword lives in a tree, whatever feels right to you. I'm going to invite you to put your sword in a place that you can come back to, And now that the feeling of this journey is complete and you can feel the positives from the images that came forward and the feelings and the thoughts. And so for now, go ahead and let it all fade. Reinforce the positives from this journey today along with a stronger sense of self. At zero and at one with a deep cleansing breath in as we begin to come up and out. Two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake, and you can say your first name out loud. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. So your sword is a symbol of your own inner strength. You have it, and you can use it anytime you want. Tune into the energy of that sword. Go back and get it and use it. I use it when I'm energy clearing. I feel stronger. I feel more in tune. I feel powerful and secure. I love it. It works. Okay. So I hope that um, tuning into the energy of this sword will help you when dealing with psychic energy attacks. The crystals I like to carry if I'm feeling a little more vulnerable or the energy just feels really busy. I actually have a necklace that I have charged with protection energy, and I wear that. I also like a hematite, a shungite, a black tourmaline, smoky quartz, any of my black crystals I'll put in my pocket, and I'll also add an amethyst and a clear quartz and a rose quartz. Those are the four that I use the most for their protections, for tuning into positive energies, for their love. Sometimes a rhodonite instead of a rose quartz. depends on what is handy. And I either put them in my pocket or in my bra, whatever works. And yes, they often ting on the floor and i got to search them up later. Um, you need to know you right? You know I'm going to preach self-awareness. And figure out what works for you. Um, Smudging crystals, candles, all of that. Figure out what works best. What is also something you can remember to do? Because when we're feeling in this negative energy vortex, we feel overwhelmed. I will overthink things and I'll be like, whoa, that just took me on a journey that was unnecessary because you feel muddled, right? And you feel insecure is another one if I'm having psychic attacks. And you just don't feel your strong self, and so you need to get back to that strong self. Again, I'll go stomp in my pasture. 
I have a stair stepper that I love. Um, I have lots of nature, so I go hang out there. Um, I let the sun rejuvenate me because it makes me feel good. Some of you, it might be the moon. Go out in the moon and the stars and get rejuvenated. The key is you need to know your energy and you need to understand your way of being in this world and your energy system so that you know when something is off. You know when what you're feeling doesn't feel right. You have to feel what you feel, know what you know, see what you see, hear what you hear, right? Some of you hear my voice saying that to you. I know that (laughs) because you've told me. (laughs) There's enough to worry about in this world that if you're in that spiral, get yourself out of it. Um, There is a Tai Chi, I believe, thing for low energy where you just curl your toes as if you're picking something up and you just keep doing that. I've been doing that a lot. Because when you're being psychically attacked or there's negative entities and energies around you, you are low energy. You feel sluggish. You feel thick. I feel like I don't want to go do chores. and I love my chores. And then that's a cue to me that I need to shift something that either I've been out peopling and I picked up their negative energy because as an empath that happens easily or I'm just letting my thoughts run away from me and I need to go ground my energy and do something else to change my vibration and my perception. I'm also going to invite you to do something that's out of your comfort zone. So on Saturday I went to a painting class. I know this is number two. Still not really good at it, but hey, I had fun. And I, I this was a painting on cement, so I did hunting, hummingbirds and flowers, and it was fun. I really love the colors and all that part. So I'm going to invite you to shake up your energy and shift your perspectives by doing something you've not done before that might be out of your comfort zone. I'm also joined a cooking class that I'm thoroughly enjoying because I just get to go cook. I do what I'm told. I'm not solving anyone's problems. I'm just being. What can you do that will give you that energy? Because we need to have lots of things that we're grateful for or happy about to lift our energy. It also feels like we're craving connections. So connect to those people that make you smile. And pay attention, right? If you have someone that you chat with, say, every morning and, you know, they're bringing you down, become aware and shift the conversation to happy things or maybe don't answer the phone every single morning. You can change things. We tend to get stuck in patterns, and it can become more than just a pattern. It can become a rut that we, it gets deeper and uncomfortable. Change it. Small steps. Change something small. I'm reading a really interesting book called The Mindful Body 
by Ellen J. Langer, and it's not what I thought it would be when I read the description. It's so much better. As you know, I'm totally researching everything I can find about mindfulness because of a thesis, and then I have a mindful group. And it's interesting because she's talking, she's a psychologist, and she does energy, or not energy, she does experiments. And it's about thoughts and energies. It's just totally interesting. Totally interesting. So if you feel drawn, check that out. And so coming to the end of our time together today. So pendulum to clear negative energy, sage candles, sage sprays, sea salt on your floor. Oh, a bath, sea salt bath to clean your own aura. Yes. That was also one of the things I did when I was felt like I was drowning in negative energy is how it felt. And I had to change it. But once I did all the big clearing and I did all these tricks that I've shared with you, tips. They're not necessarily tricks. They're tips. Let's call them magic tips. I was able to do some things that needed doing. Have some challenging conversations and hold firm to my boundaries and what was right for me. It was bumpy, but worth it. So if you're struggling, maybe you need a great big energy clearing for yourself. And again, if it's too much, book a session with me. I got you. I'm good with the sword. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm sending you all a big hug and a blessing. And if you haven't participated in my Facebook energy clearing poll, you can have a couple more hours and then... I will go see which one is got the most votes. And don't forget to sign up for the Energy Clearing on Thursday. And if any scammy scammers put a comment on your post, I will get to it or send me a message saying, hey, they're back, because that's not cool. And then everybody gets a deep energy clearing because we don't like the scammy scammers. Not cool, people. All right. Big hugs and blessings, and I hope that the rest of your week and next week is full of unexpected joys and blessings, and you get to acknowledge them and enjoy them. Bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot